Hello, fellow plate spinners. I'm really glad you're here for your weekly dose of authenticity and joy. I'm Selena Johnson and your guide through this chaos of busy lives. In each episode, we unpack real tools to conquer overwhelm and dodge burnout. It's all about creating space for what truly matters. Whether it be through solo reflections or inspiring guests, this is your sanctuary for a more centered, productive you with a healthy serving of that joy we talked about. Get ready to hit pause on life while we dive in to some real chats. Hope you enjoy. Hello, 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 hello. I hope that you enjoyed our series on pause. I hope you listened to it. If you didn't, go back about five episodes and and push play and uh, see if that serves you in any way. So we're going to be talking about pause all year, right? We're going to be talking about uh, intentionally pausing. We're going to be talking about needed pauses. We're going to talk about pausing. But right now, today, I really wanted to come with you to you with an episode about those pauses that maybe we don't anticipate or we're not ready for, we didn't ask for, or you fill in the blank. So really want to talk about waiting today. Waiting is going to be the theme of today's episode and I, you know, just the relevance of it, of it in our lives and how we very often find ourselves in a season of waiting. And most of the time, I don't know about you, when that has happened for me, it wasn't a waiting I was expecting, right? We're finding ourselves in this space where we're kind of maybe even feeling lost or confused or frustrated because we don't understand what's going on. And, um, you know, a little bit of my story in regards to waiting, some of you know, and you can go back and listen to other episodes. I've talked about it there too, but really, uh, we started out our journey in marriage, um, being put into a season of waiting. We weren't even aware of, and, um, there were some medical things going on with me. I, if you want to really know all the details of that, I think episode 92 and 93, you can go back and listen to, um, So I really had not anticipated, you know, we were starting out this like young couple and we were ready to like take on life. And then it was just this like abrupt space we were in of, um, waiting. (laughs) Uh, we, you know, went a few years through trying to figure out what was going on with me. Um, not trying very hard. Uh, my story is really one of isolation and, lies that I was believing that, um, that my body couldn't do what I wanted it to do or needed it to do. And so I really went to a whole place of like not talking to anyone about anything. But when I did start to come out of that and I started to work with a therapist and work with, um, doctors and started to figure out what was going on, it was about the seven year mark. So it took a minute that seven years on to about the 12 year mark of our marriage. So about five years, it was, was that season of real waiting, which was, we wanted to have a family. We were desperately desiring to, and I felt very called to be a mother. I I never doubted for a second. That's what I was supposed to do. You know, I said to my mom just the other day, I was like, I was born to be a, to own a home and take care of it. She was, I think you're right. Like I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to 
serve my family in that way. So anyways, so we really, um, you know, we were in this season where I really wanted that, but it was, God was not answering that prayer immediately there. I know now was so much that I had to work on and so much that I had to work through and process. And I know that it, I all, I see now looking back the, the purpose for that, for that season of waiting. And, but at the time, at the time, and I will say it at the 12 year mark, then, you know, that prayer was answered very clearly with the, um, baby boy that was inside of me, Finn. But in that moment, those, those years, those years of wondering and waiting and, and impatiently pining, uh, you know, you don't know why. And, um, I saw this verse a couple weeks ago that just flew off the page to me and it's second Peter three, nine, and it talks about how there's waiting in the, um, in life and that we don't always know the reason, but that our God is a God who is, is not impatient in his waiting. He's patiently waiting out the plan for you. And I think it's important to, to remember that he, he isn't waiting. He's actually working during that season. And I think that's hard for us. The verse says, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. And right there, that's what stood out to me. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And that verse, I mean, like, you know, one of those moments you've read it 27 times and then it just is like, whoa, that was this here the whole time? His word is active and living and I believe it. Um, but the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. And I think what is important for us to remember are some, some, um, some things that we are waiting for are not things that are going to be in the same time as his timing. Let me say that again. We think we're waiting, right? Because we don't have the big picture. We don't know what the plan is. We, we just know what we want. And often it's the desires of our selfish, human, sinful hearts. It's not even lined up with God's heart for us. Right. And so we like, we're thinking it's taking forever. You know, I waited years in my story and I thought it was taking forever, but God knows it's not taking forever. He sees the big picture and slowness to him is it's different than slowness to us. Like his timing is impeccable. He doesn't make mistakes and he knows exactly what he is doing. So the, the idea behind this episode is really understanding what's happening in in those moments of wait because i think if we could understand a little better in our lovely human way because we'll never we'll never know the whole because that's not for us to know it's for him to know but i think that it's important for us to understand a little bit clearer what what is happening with god in that time and what we can do about it instead of feeling like we're just lost in that season so when one of the things that I wanted to talk about in an action that we can take during that is partnering with God. God calls us 
to not just sit idly by and just wait for him, but he calls us to partner with him in the wait. So I know for me, a lot of that season for me was me growing and learning. And um, at one point, my mom says he's building character in you. I think I cried out to her and said, I have enough character. (laughs) I don't need any more character. Thank you very much. But I think that, you know, he is using that time. He's using, I want to say that one more time. He is using that time to develop you. It is not wasted time if we are partnering with him. So what are some ways that you can partner with him? You can partner with him through prayer. That's a really, really, I think, beautiful way of of being on the journey with him, right? Like engaging in the process is partnering with God in prayer. And, you know, Jesus is our, our intercessor. These things that we are in the wait for, the things that we want to lay at his feet, he will take to our heavenly father. And there is, there is power in that. There is action in that. I know sometimes it feels like it's just words. Like I'm praying to God. I am calling out to him. I I mean, the years that I spent talking to God, I'm using air quotes, (laughs) were years that I honestly, some days, felt like my words were going out void, but God, they aren't going out void. He hears them. He sees them. He knows your heart and you continuing to lean on him in prayer is showing him that you're relying on him, right? He wants, that's what he wants. This whole process of waiting is for us to draw closer to him, not for us to, to separate ourselves from him. So be in prayer with him. The other thing that we can do take action in that is taking action steps. So sometimes in the wait, sometimes he will ask you to like, don't do anything right now. Just pray with me on this. But he also is, is pointing you in directions that's going to lead you to the answer to prayer. So for example, back in my story, um, you know, a huge, a huge like, uh, span of time within that was my seven year, um, wait basically before I even got any sort of help or talk to anyone. And that span of time to me, um, felt very isolated and sad and, um, lonely. Wasn't bringing God into the process at all. I was definitely, um, again, just really, eating up those lies. I say isolations were the enemy attacks and I believe it with all of my heart. Um, and so during that time when I was going through that, I wasn't partnering with God. I wasn't taking those action steps. I wasn't going to a doctor. I wasn't talking to anyone. I, I was trying to do it all on my own, barely even including my husband in the process. And so when I was stepping into the next phase, of the process when God, I mean, I had a moment where I was just on my knees, just crying out to him and finally giving it to him because I couldn't do it on my own. I, um, I remember being in a Bible study and we had been reading about Sarah and Hagar and how, you know, she was trying to do so much on her own and, and, um, trying to, you know, basically manipulate the situation 
to serve her. And, and it was just this very eye opening process for me where like, I was really trying to make it all happen. I wasn't giving any of it to God. And so I remember from that moment on, I started giving it to him. I started talking to him. It does not mean my answer came. I still remember had another five years or so before that happened, but I did know that I had to start taking some different steps. I had to start doing things different, which was relying on him. And so asking him for his guidance and, um, you know, honestly, um, letting, letting people in, which was huge. If you're in a place of isolation, I'm going to stop and just say, this is where even just telling one person can change everything. I told one friend who wasn't even a close friend with me at the time, for some reason, God just gave her me and, or gave me to her. And I gave her to me, whatever, you know what I'm saying? We, and she'll tell you we needed each other. So it was a whole, a whole God thing, but there, there was something safe in that, that allowed me to start talking. And that's what led me to counseling. And that's what led me to going back to a doctor. And that's what led me to the next doctor and the next one until I found the one that had the answers. And so I just really want to remind you that the, you do have steps you can take. There is action you can take in that waiting process. And maybe it's journaling, maybe it's, um, you know, talking to a friend, maybe it's, you know, maybe you're somebody who's on social media. Maybe it's talking about it out loud and helping other people know they're not alone. There are things you can do that are taking action during a season when you feel like you're out of control and you don't have any power, right? And so I think that really asking God in that season, not, hey, God, I would like this to be the answer to my prayer of um, whatever the end goal is that you have in mind or whatever the waiting, you know, what's on the other side of waiting. But really right now today, Lord, while you're developing me and growing me, what can I do to come alongside you? What can I do to hold your hand and partner with you in this so that I can not only um, keep moving forward, but also keep moving forward, uh, completely relying and leaning on you and being a different person on the other end. How can I be more Christ-like through this process? And asking yourself those questions helps you reframe it so that you're not feeling like you're just sitting. You know what I mean? Um, I also think that it is really important to remember that God has had, God has power in that waiting period. So he is, he's doing things. He's active. He is active. Friend, if you are in a waiting season right now, I am just going to remind you, he is not waiting with you. He's doing stuff. He's working on other people. Maybe he's working on a situation. Maybe he's like, it's, if you think about like, you know, how you, um, you know, like you see like a tapestry, right? Like you can't, you can't, you can't have certain parts of the tapestry woven before the other parts. Like you have to have it all come together in the right order. And so I think that reminding yourself that God is a God of action. God is a God of compassion. And he is a God that wants the best, not just for you, but for all people, all of his creation, he wants the best for. So he, he's, my mom always says he's never working on just one person. So you might feel like you're in the waiting, but your God is doing big, mighty, powerful things. I think that we, we, we sometimes 
think that like that's that person's story it's not my story or that you know that's they're working on them in that area and but it, we're all connected it's all intertwined and my gosh i think if we could see the map of what he's doing we would our minds would explode which is why we don't get to see the map of what he's doing <laughs> like i think if we were to really see it it would um it would be overwhelming so we're just gonna know that in that season god is really uh taking action and he is calling you to trust him with that. And that is the hardest part, isn't it? It really is. And so I encourage you that in that season of wait, that you remind yourself that your goal is trusting him and obeying in the steps he's calling you to do, not running ahead and trying to do it for him. Okay. So I really, I want to, I want to give you some like practical tips as we go. I mean, I think a lot of this was, but hopefully at least, um, but I, I want to give you some, some practical tips as you guys go through this process. I would encourage you to journal. Uh, I know it feels like maybe you're somebody who's like, I wish I journaled more or whatever. I am, I'm, I'm going to say that journaling doesn't have to be every day, every night. It doesn't have to be like, if you miss, it's just like, to me, like working out, like if you miss a day, who cares? What are, what are you doing about it today? And so, um, but I, the reason I'm saying that is because I just came across some journals from my dark years um, that I had, you know, and it's really interesting because I wasn't ready to talk to anyone about it. And I was, I had a lot of shame and guilt that was associated in that season. And so I can tell in my journaling, I'm, I'm not saying things that I really was feeling and thinking, which is really interesting to me. But what I will say is as I was reading through it, it just, it flooded back to me. And I think that giving ourselves that process to, to write it out and to also, um, like a stone of remembrance, I think that's really important because you will have other seasons of weight. And I think that's, that's the hard truth that you will, you know, we've, that that season for me wasn't my only season I've ever had. And I think that it, the, as much as you can do to remind yourself during that process, I think is really, really important um, by looking back at things. I also think being mindful and reflecting on your reaction to where you're at. So if, if you're really feeling kind of that victim mentality, I think that it's important to do some self-reflection and to remember that nothing is happening to you, it's happening for you. So remembering that you might feel like this is the worst or that you're tired or frustrated and boy, have I been there. Um, yeah. And that's all valid, but it, you're not, you're not a victim in it. You are, um, you're having to wait for a reason and that's not for sometimes for you to know it's for your God to know. So, reminding yourself of that. I also think that, um, you know, listen, when you're in that place and you're feeling those things, leaning harder into worship, into whatever worship looks like for you. So it could be singing, it could be, um, dancing in your kitchen, like I've done. Uh, it could be, um, coffee with friends and it could be in a Bible study. It could be drawing it, whatever you name it walk going for a hike in nature just drawing closer to the lord and just continuing to to come alongside him in the process like we talked about i think is is really really important so this is what i want to say as we kind of wrap this up i think that um if you have never experienced this you will so there's that and you can just come back to this episode when you need it 
But if you have experienced it, I would, I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear of, of some of our listeners stories of weight. And I think it's really important that we talk about it. I would also uh, encourage you, you know, you can reach out to me with any questions or comments and, you know, we can kind of talk about it, but also if you have a friend that's close, I think sharing your story with a friend would be a really good reminder of where you're at and how you've come along and also what, what you're needing as far as support. I didn't really mention that, but I think that's also something you can do that's taking action is asking others to pray for you. It's huge. Uh, and oh, I want to say this too. If you are kind of going through a rough patch and you don't want to tell everyone everything, you don't have to. God knows all the details. So you can ask someone to pray without giving them details. If somebody wants to know the details and they're not close enough to you to ask, then they don't need to know the details. And that's just really, I'm very crystal clear on that. If somebody comes to me and asks me details on something and they're not somebody that's kind of right now in, in that circle that I need to keep close, if I'm going through something tough, that's okay. I'm just going to ask them to continue to pray. Okay. Um, all right. And then just that, you know, I want to uh, leave us with this thought, which is that there is hope in those seasons. I want you to look around all the people in your life. They're not unique. They're not different than you. They have a different story than you, but you all are going to be in a season of wait and you're all going to have beautiful, beautiful answers on the other side. And if you're in that season right now, I want you to look around at those around you that you know have experienced that answer. It gives us such hope to see others. That's why we, that's why we love inspiring Instagram stories. And we love like, that's why we love that because it helps us see like, oh, there's good stuff happening. God is working on really, really beautiful things. And, uh, and I think that's really, really important. So thank you for listening to this episode. I would be honored if you would go in and rate or review wherever you're listening to this podcast. I would also be so grateful if you would share it and, um, you know, tell the people in your life to, to listen. Uh, we've got, we are growing and I think this is a community that could really support and encourage each other. So, uh, thanks for listening, you guys. And as you're in the season of wait, I'll be praying for you. Thank you for listening. I'm just so grateful that you would take the time to be here with me today. I hope that if there's anything that inspired you or got you excited that you would share it to social media or send me a message with any input or feedback that you have and just really appreciate the support and the encouragement that I get from you guys all the time. I will keep showing up and I hope you keep listening.